Welcome to Group Talk. Four shows, one podcast from the Small Group Network focusing on topics relevant to small group ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you're a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax, listen, and enjoy Inside Saddleback with Steve Gladen. Hello everyone, Derek here along with your favorite host, the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Gladen. Wow, you are just beautiful to have around as a friend. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's good to be with you. Uh, um, back to a little bit of our normal routine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, how much fun did you have on Group Talk United last week with Carolyn, Bill, Nick? We even had Jason, our producer. Yeah. No, it, I am so excited. The, the, to- the podcast is really fulfilling uh, part of the vision that I had of being able to say, we're now in a weekly rhythm that is going to help you uh, kind of understand some uh, what's going on at Saddleback and learnings you can get from there. We'll break down the show uh, back to what it originally was pre-COVID. Uh, then we're going to, you get, you know, uh, the nuggets with Carolyn on how to move from here to there. You have Nick, uh, the, Nick talking about through the reading lens. You have Bill with the uh, the leadership piece. I mean, you listen each week, and I can guarantee you, you're going to get some nuggets out of there that's going to help you in your small group ministry. This is going to be a one-stop shop for you. We're getting you everything you need, breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert, right? Yeah, and the midnight snack. I mean, what's it like without the midnight snack? <laughs> Got to have that, man. Bring those calories on in ministry. So how was your weekend? My weekend, I was in uh, the Northwest over the weekend. Just pulling right into the the theme too, because you know we're talking about navigation, and so okay, so you were you were up in Seattle, if I remember right. So tell me, planes, trains, automobiles, how (laughs) how did you get there? It was crazy. I flew up there with my mask on Uh in the airport, on the airplane, but had a great time with family. That's where I'm originally from. So go Pacific Northwest. It was amazing. Uh, My wife and I went down and saw Snoqualmie Falls, which is from the movie Twin Peaks or the show, if you haven't ever seen that. Amazing. I didn't watch R-rated shows, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But it was a great time. Did some hiking. Went on a road trip with dad. My parents actually listened to this show, so shout out to mom and dad. Love Whoa, you. Oh, mom and dad, send more money. He he is just, <laughs> he's thinning out, baby. He needs money. He needs money. So so it kind of ties into the the theme of the show because we're in each one of our our four parts of this show where where the theme is navigation. And I, I mean, I'm sure you appreciated that your pilot had a navigation system that took you from Orange County into the Seattle area. Yes, God. Yeah, yes, God. And, you know, in just with everything in life and in church life, and as we're thinking through all the things that are going on, there is the aspect of, you know, how do we navigate this? How do we we pull this around? So excited for this theme and, and how we're going to go with it. Right. So, Steve, now that we're getting back into our show post-COVID, you said we've got these four pieces into the show. Yeah, and I don't know for post-COVID, but you were, we're bringing these four parts as we're going into our <laughs> weekly episodes. So, give us a let remind listeners of our four pieces, and then we'll jump into the first one. Yeah. So, we're going to give you a little bit from the Saddleback scoop, kind of what's going on here uh, behind the scenes. That's why it's called Inside Saddleback, the show. Uh, then we're going to look about a little bit of the network nugget. And then we're going to go into a leadership learning, and then to a trending topic. Well, we'll spend a little bit more of our time kind of, you know, going through that. But that's kind of the overview of where we're going to go. 
So we've got the Saddleback scoop right out of the gate. This is like a big scoop of double chocolate ice cream. Let's jump right in. Steve, what do you got for us? Dude, for, you know, a diabetic, you're talking way too much about <laughs> sugar and ice cream, man. You, did, stevia. Did, did you? Oh, Stevia. I like that. Here we go. No, but yeah, as you're, now I'm sure like every other church, as you're trying to navigate, you're thinking through so many of things, you know, whether it's through pandemics or protests or politics, uh, or if you want some V words, the virus, violence and vengeance. Uh, you know, we're, we're all trying to figure this out. How do we navigate through this trifecta of a mess of 2020 and how it's been ebbing and flowing between all these things? And on the Saddleback side, you know, the big question that's in front of every church uh, around the planet, you know, our Hong Kong campus is now out of uh, as they're going post-COVID, they're they're looking more. Their their services are about up to fifty percent. Just uh, baptized forty-one at the ocean. Uh, they had eighty first-time people that didn't know Saddleback. They've only known Saddleback through our our online services. Didn't even hadn't been to a physical one. So there's a lot of excitement that's going there. But as you're thinking through the re-entry aspect about you know where your church is at. I think sometimes, you know, what we're noticing is you can be focusing sometimes on the right question, but it can be the wrong question. And, you know, the question is like, when are we starting back? When are we starting back? And part of that is, you know, much like on the church level, the church never stopped. It took a new form. Groups never stopped. They took a new form. But we're, I would challenge you as we're, as we're working through is, you know, just assessing what's the right question. And that is a part of it. You know, when uh, when is physical and how that's going to happen? I'm going to frame that through. But at Saddleback, we work through six concentric circles. Uh, we have the, the community that kind of deals on, this is all in, you know, paired to our small group ministry. But you have the community, which is just the total unconnected population that you're, you're striving for. You have the crowd that uh, those that are in your data base that may not be connected into a group. You have the congregation, and those are the ones that are, you know, taking that step, and they're inside your group, and they're taking baby steps towards some responsibilities. You have your committed that are, you know, those that are, you know, the, the next wave that are going to be happening in your leadership that's the pipeline. You have the core, and those are the, the, the tip of the spear that are leading your small groups, and you have the commissioned, which is your your uh, CLs and your C team. And when you look at these six concentric circles, I would I'd frame them up in these these three categories, and they go by twos. For the community and the crowd, you're you're asking the question, you know, what's ahead? That's the vision casting piece. We talked about that in re-entering COVID. I'll come back to each one of the circles and some examples. But then you're also looking at the congregation and the committed, and that's the who's next. And this is the buzzword is pipeline, and that is who is in your pipeline that is going to be raised to that next level somewhere in your church. You know, maybe in the small group ministry, maybe someplace else. And then you look at the core and the commission. And that's where you're headed. That's the more the granule piece of, of where you're going. So, you know, as most of us are asking the question, you know, okay, how do I re-enter my groups? Let me take you to, into each one of these circles and just where we're at with Saddleback and wrestling. So on the community side, we're, we're talking about, you know, we're helping people with food distribution because the felt need of the, the community 
is there's help, there's hopelessness, there's unrest, there's questioning, uh, uh, there's just, you know, all kinds of uh, chaos that's out there. But one of the felt needs is, you know, serving people. And in our food distribution, we also serve people through through not only the physical part of food, but we're also ministering to them by being willing to pray with them. And just since this has all started in COVID, we've had over 6,000 people in the field accept Christ. And it's not like, hey, you don't get your food unless you accept Christ, but these are people, they have the option to stop at another place just for prayer. Yeah, it was such an honor to be able to go out to one of our pop-up food distributions two weeks ago where Saddleback Church partnered with the city of Anaheim. And it was just like, it, there was thousands of people that we served. It was so incredible to see people driving up, getting their trunks literally packed full of food, enough to feed a full family. And then they had you know milk, bread, proteins. But the coolest part was when they're leaving, the army of Saddleback volunteers that were trained to just thank them and pray with them. And there were so many, there was over uh, 500 salvations that one day in about five hours. I got to lead at least uh, six people to Christ. It was one of the coolest things I've done. It was a shabby day for you. Yeah. So, I mean, so when you're talking about groups, I mean, so often we, we don't mobilize them for the things that are low-hanging fruit. And part of what we're trying to do is in our small group ministry, say in the community, whenever we mobilize a small group to do something outside of Bible study, the retention of that group climbs anywhere from 12 to 16 points. And so that's, that's you know, that's the question we're asking there. And I just was at a, one of our dis warehouses that we're getting ready to rent and just figuring out, okay, how, how do we get community leaders and groups mobilized to do the back end? My group, Derek's group was on the front lines. We were more the, the back lines. My group last uh uh, Friday, we, we made 643 boxes of the dry produce that, that goes out and, you know, with that. But not to get complicated in there, but that's just one thing. In the crowd circle, you know, one of the things we're looking at is Saddleback at Home. You know, how do we get our groups to bring their neighborhoods to watch church with them? It's not their small group. So that's on, you know, what's the head, the vision casting without there. On the who's next, we're focused highly on the pipeline. I mean, we're excited about groups maybe physically getting together, but we're looking at who's next. And with our congregation step, you know, we're trying to think, okay, how do we get those electronic tools fired back up that we needed so desperately and may be going into an app form with our health assessment? and our group assessment. Um, also on the who's next, it's just very simply, you're trying to help your, your leaders focus. If, if you got hit by a bus, or if you got hit by COVID, I mean, let's, let's bring it up. We, you know, we have some people in our congregation that are struggling with COVID right now who may, I'm praying they make it, may not. But the point is, is that if you're not here because you get transferred or because you leave or something like that, who's next behind you in the pipeline that's going to be there? And that's part of the who's next in those. And then we get more into where the chatter is right now of with the core, and that's where you're headed. Uh, that is, you got to have guidelines as you as you re-enter. But so often we're so focused on that part of the circles, uh, concentric circles, that we're missing the other ones. And you know what we're focused on with our team? We've been heads down since even pre-COVID, and that was we got to build the infrastructure. And when you're talking to your CL teams and your C teams at every one of the campuses, it's all about building the infrastructure to support the growth that God's going to bring. So just in the saddleback scoop moment, the thing I'm just trying to put in front of you is. 
you got a good question out there. How are you re-entering? But I think we're so hyper-focused on how to re-enter. We're missing five other questions that should be front and center with us as we go through COVID because your groups never stopped meeting. They may have stopped meeting physically, but the development of all six concentric circles needs to be front and center with you. So that is your Saddleback scoop. And I would say that was a pretty large scoop. That was great. Yeah, well, you said double. You did say double. <laughs> I, did. I may have gone triple, but, you know, you know, it's, you know, we're only on once a month now. That was so. prophetic. Yeah. <laughs> on to our network nugget. And this is, by the way, a big old herking gold nugget that we're going to share with you today. Um, Steve, we just launched our first ever small group network online training course called Align. And you were quoted as saying... This is the course I wish I would have had 35 years ago when I started small groups ministry. Please unpack that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is a nuclear network nugget. I tell you, it is our, our first small group network course uh, that we're hoping to have more down the line. We've already got uh, four, five, seven that are in the pipeline for you that we're excited about. But part of this is what, what Derek says, you know, this is... Uh, this is the first one, and it's like, why why these courses, and why, why do we need them? And part of it, what I noticed was, why I wish I would have had this so much is because most small group ministries lack direction in their strategy, their systems, and their structure. And part of what we are trying to do is unveil uh, something that is universally across any church anywhere on the planet for you to learn from because you've got to wrestle down uh you know these these things that are are facing your small group ministry and i i can guarantee you that how you strategy and how you go towards small groups how you develop your system and how you develop your structure are going to be they're going to be universal across every church and that's why I'm excited about this, because it wouldn't have mattered where I would have landed. These these eight sessions would have been critical. So that's the why that you need it. The what is, you know, you know, you got to have eight sessions. And so uh, at least I feel you had to and to unpack all the different a aspects of what were needed to kind of give you the essentials in your, your small group ministry. And. You know, it, we've made it available online. We wanted to have it synchronistically there so you could download your workbook. You could download. Uh, I got an email from uh, one uh, church that uh, was telling me that all their small group point people, uh, they're going to sign up to go through this. And there's questions at the end of each one of the sessions so that you can, you know, work it through. So, I mean, this this course is just one of many that are going to be out there uh, already in the hopper. We have one for kids, small groups and students, small groups and online small groups. We have another version of taking, you know, this course of the line a little bit deeper. So there's, there's many things that are happening, but the point is, is that all leaders are learners and we want you to be able as a small group point person, keeping your tools sharp. Ecclesiastes 10, 10, talks about how adult acts requires more strength for you to chop down the tree. And what we're trying to help you do is work smarter, not harder, and, and develop this through the courses. And so if you are interested in Align, go to smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash Align. You can read more about it. You can watch the free introduction uh, session, which is about six minutes. And then you can uh, purchase it if you want. Tell others about it. We... Uh, also want to give you a special code. Ooh, special. 
What what does special do for them? Special gets you twenty percent off. Ooh, nicely done. A, a single course. So use code show twenty. S H O W two zero numer the numerical exactly all lowercase show twenty. Once you click checkout, you'll see a, a coupon area or a code area where you can add that code in, and it'll take twenty percent off for a single purchase. Beautiful. So that was man. And this is an amazing show. That's a huge saddleback scoop, an amazing network nugget. And now we're on to our leadership learning. Steve, what do you got for us? Yeah, so keeping on that same theme of navigation, and I think this will will pull together nicely with what we're talking about, is, you know, in navigation, you're trying to help uh, people move with you, not against you. And uh, and we, we wish navigation was simple. Um you know, as we're talking about the six concentric circles, as we're talking about the courses, you know, it's all about learning the skills to, to navigate. Uh, in the same way, in, in this learning, um, leadership learning, something valuable I've learned from Rick over and over again is just a two-part phase because, uh, and you can see it pragmatically played out. Uh, if you go back to June uh, 27, 28, we'll put it in the show notes for you a link to that, uh, to that weekend message, because Rick was noticing that everybody was anxious and uh, about, you know, when is the church going to restart? Uh, what are we going to do about the protest? Uh, you know, how are we going to engage with all these different things that were, were uh, front and center with us? And the, this leadership learning, although it's somewhat, you know, two-part, it is very critical for you in as a small group point person to learn because what's needed to navigate people, to help people move with you and against you, is there's two parts. And the first part is you always have to explain the here's why. Here's why this is so important. And I, and I love how Rick even, you can look at his message notes and, and how, how he even sets this up because the, the, the feeling was anxiousness. People were impatient. They're tired of being set in COVID. They're, they're frustrated with the, the protest and you know everything that, that has mixed in with it. And so the first thing he, gotta, he has to share, and he was sharing with the congregation, and as you are navigating different aspects of rolling in how you're going to navigate your small group ministry, you've got to answer the question, here's why. Because you may know why, but if you can't articulate and you can't bring them along both biblically and practically about the the here's why they need it, then you're you're done before you even start off with. It's like taking a road trip and you know wanting to put the navigation in, but you, you don't even know why you're even in the car. And so it, it just it's a frustrating piece. So the first part is here's why. The second aspect of that is you've got to teach your way through change. And when you're teaching your way through change, you've got to help answer the two, the what question and the how question. What is this stirring up? You know, here's the why. This is what is before us. This is what we have to deal with. And then you've got to go to the second half of that, and that is how. Everyone wants to know how you're going to do it. And it's important for you as you're talking to your small group leadership, as you're talking with your church leadership, is that as you're making everything from proposing to budget to, for your small group ministry to uh, executing a goal that you have out there, you've got to understand you got to be able to tell people, here's why this is so important. Here's why we need this. And that's a little bit is it envision. And then you go down to the what 
in the how aspects of it so they can understand what they're dealing with and they can understand how they've got to uh, challenge and go with this, which is why I'm excited about the trending topic because the how is so evasive in the navigation of what our trending topic is. And so on to our trending topic. We shared earlier that today our trending topic is navigating pandemics, protests, and politics, the three P's. And Steve, I mean, there's still so much craziness going on in the world right now. Uh, in fact, last week we sent out a special newsletter uh, to our small group network regarding small groups and racism. So make sure you check your inbox for that newsletter. It was had a couple of key podcasts and resources in there for you to tackle uh, this issue with your small groups. And by the way, if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, you can go to smallgroupnetwork.com and you'll see right there on the front page, just scroll down a little bit, a, an area to subscribe and sign up so that you get that directly into your inbox. Um, so there's so much going on. Steve, why is this our trending topic today? Well, I mean, uh, I'm going to focus a little bit more on the on the uh, racism issue. And uh, because sometimes that how is so elusive to us and we're trying to figure out how do we how do we make a difference? Uh, Derek and I are both Caucasian. We've had uh, a great interaction with a lot of our uh, African-American staff uh, and just, you know, working out, you know, different things. But so much of what we're going through with this and uh, how we're talking about racism, it's going to be important that I think it's very applicable to whether you're talking about the pandemic, whether you're talking about protest, whether as we push into the latter part of 2020 and we move into a deeper mayhem of uh, political uh vomiting all over the place. How are we going to deal with this and how are we going to navigate through it? So part of this is, you know, uh, even from my own side of it is you got to, you're moving from, you know, not just, I'm not racist. Uh, you know, we, we've been, both my wife and I have been always had a broad cultural, uh, diversity inside of our friends and with people we've hung out with, uh, with that, but you got to move from the non-racist to almost being anti-racist. And I said almost, but I mean, totally anti-racist. And part of this, when you're navigating, you got, you don't want to step away. You want to step into this issue, no matter how messy it is. And in the show notes, uh, this is an interview. Uh, it's it's about eight minutes. It's um, Brian Lourdes is inter is interviewing uh, uh, Darren Whitehead, and this is probably one of the the most astute interviews. Uh, brilliant on Brian's side. He just pitched the question and, and let uh, Darren answer the question, but. I think it is so applicable as we're talking about navigating. And this, obviously, this was talking about racism, but uh, Darren was talking about, and this is just one of so many nuggets in this eight-minute interview that was just, I, I'm really just urging you to watch it because it's something that's going to help you have tools in your tool belt to not only become anti-racist, but also being able to help navigate the pandemic and the political front that is looming large uh, that's before us. But one of the things Darren talked about is from a uh, professor at Biola. And uh, what he was talking about there is in the five levels of communication. And uh, the first level is this cl cliche. It's, you know, hi, how, 
are you, Derek? You know, hi, how are you? And we, we were just doing that prior to the show and just catching up with each other as we don't see each other too often, uh, you know, with what's going on. The second and third uh, are a little bit more where most men hang out. It's the facts. It's the sports center. You know, who's the best college team in, in the land? Washington. And Derek wants to talk about Washington, but no one knows Washington who, you know, with that. Whereas, <laughs> as, whereas we do know it is the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, but, they um, like to pay their players. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's just move on. But it's the fact center. And then there's the opinion. The third level is the third opinion, which is, you know, just sharing what you think. Well, this is what I'm thinking about. And this is how, you know, I'm going to it. And like I said, this is where most men hang out. Uh, they don't get into uh, the four, step four and five. And step four is the fourth level is the emotive. And this is how I feel. And uh, steps four and five are the deepest uh, level of you know sharing with yourself. They are not fact-related. They are, this is how I am feeling. And I love how uh, Darren talks about in the Psalms, uh, this is where most of the Psalms were writing from. It's there's sometimes not fact involved in there, but it's just, this is the feeling with it. And then the fifth level is transparency. And this is just who I am. And there's only, you know, a select chunk of people. And this is what I love about small groups is that, you know, you get all five of these levels that are forming in your small group. Because when you talk about fellowship in your small group, you want them to get to level four and five in that matter. And the correlation he was bringing on is just saying, you know, when somebody who may be African-American comes in and talks and they're, they're at level four, four with what's been happening in our country, especially with George Floyd and his murder. But th you, you have that level that, that is right there. And then if you go, well, let's get all the facts, and there's nothing wrong with getting all the facts, but you're totally missing at the level they are at. And this is where they are just grieving, and this is where they're, they're hurting. And part of it is, if you think in marriage, if Lisa comes to me and she's talking at a level four, and I'm engaging her at a level two, it's just going to be ugly, and it's not ugly for her. It's going to be ugly for me, and so part really of really ugly, yeah, really ugly. And so when you look at what God gave us, you know, when He He gave us the family unit, uh, the the country that we live in, and then you know the church. The thing that I'm just you know focusing in on with this is as you're navigating your family, understand what level they're at and how do you move them to it. You know, I can see this with my daughter. Sometimes she'll approach me and she's at a level four. And what does dad do? Dad goes, I'm going to problem solve this issue. She's not asking me to problem solve it. She's asking me just to, you know, engage with her and hear her and be emotive with her. And the same thing on the church side of it. You know, uh, a number of weeks ago on the show, we challenged you to get to know somebody not like you. Not like you. And so whatever race you are, find somebody not like you in, in the place that you live in so that you can start to get to know them and see with their heart. Because if you, we're going to be anti-racist, You've got to know each other because if you have the officer in charge and George Floyd and they were both in a small group together and they were at level four and five, we're going to see some healing happen before destruction is out there. So four steps uh, just to give you uh, that can come out of this. And one of it is, is when you are navigating, when you're listening to people, as you're trying to go non anti-racist, not non anti-racist, that's like a double negative. <laughs> Derek, help me with this. You know, you're the producer. Anti-racist. 
thank you, anti-racist, you want to just follow this. First is listen and just listen intently. And one of the things in group language you say is listen with your eyes. Stop the distractions. Listen with your eyes. Learn from them. Ask questions. You know, how does that make you feel? I mean, what was it like? Learn, learn from them. And this this plays across the board, not just with being anti-racist, but this plays across the board as you're trying to navigate, you know, in your church. And then lament with them or grieve with them. This is what lamenting is, and so much of the Psalms are about. And then love on them. And this is the beauty about what we de- deal with in small groups is that you can get to that the, these each of these listen, learn, lament, and love with them as you're trying to do it. And so sometimes, you know, as we are, you know, navigating out there, the the best uh, reparations, and that is repairing a wrong, is the answer. The best reparations are not money given. The best reparations is reconciliation, which is understanding. And in your groups and in your church leadership and in your community and in how you're engaging one-on-one with people, the best reparation that you can do is get reconciliation there. And sometimes it is in your church leadership as you're navigating in there. Sometimes it is when you're dealing with people of a different race and a different culture. Uh, I know out here in Orange County, uh, there is, there's, you know, different types of racism that are out there between, especially if you're from uh, Persia and, uh, and you're Persian and your culture and you're coming through, it, it's awkward sometimes to be in here, especially after 9-11 happened. But you've got to break down those barriers with what we're talking about. So trending topic right there is just, you know, the things we learn to be anti-racist, you can apply to navigation in what you're trying to do in your small group ministry. Great insight, Steve. And folks, that is your trending topic for this show. And uh, we just want to thank you again for joining us for this very special uh, episode of Group Talk. And uh, a reminder to make sure and tune in next week for Carolyn's show, Here to There. It's going to be amazing. And we're so excited just uh, to see this weekly rhythm coming about to take you to that next level. Make sure and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And if it's on iTunes and you love the show like we know you do, five stars, five five star rating, five five star rating. That helps other listeners to see the show pop up on uh, Apple. Other than that, have a great week, everyone. See you later. Hey, Small Group Network family, Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. We really hope that you enjoyed the first installment of Inside Saddleback with Steve Gladen. This new show lineup is going to be incredible. Now, before we go, have you heard about Align? Our new online training course is here. It's called Align, Learning Small Group Ministry Essentials. Our founder, Steve Gladen, is quoted as saying, this is the course I wish I would have had 35 years ago when I started small group ministry. Align will help you learn the small group ministry essentials. It features eight video sessions taught by Steve Gladen, a downloadable workbook, lesson discussion questions, an official small group network completion certificate, and a special gift to help you further your small group ministry. Learn more by watching the course introduction and enroll at smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash align. And thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. 
Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website, smallgroupnetwork.com, to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.